Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this afternoon. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening to this, you're listening to my next installment of my FBS College Football Breakdown Series, continuing to break down all 133 teams uh, at the FBS level. And I'm continuing in this segment with the Oklahoma Sooners, who last year went 6-7, and 3-6 and six in the Big 12. Uh, definitely not the uh, the honeymoon season that uh, new, that head coach Brent Venables envisioned uh, when he took over, um, especially on the defensive side of the ball where the Sooners ranked in the bottom 10 nationally in most statistics. It was pretty, pretty remarkable to see uh, how poor the defense played. Uh, they just, they lost a ton uh, when Lincoln Riley left and it just didn't translate. The system that Venables was trying to put in place from Clemson just didn't fit with uh, what those guys with with the talent that they had and they've made a ton of, of additions this year should definitely be much improved on the defensive side of the football and things should be more consistent on the offensive side as well uh, but still kind of a prove it type season uh, for coach Venables and Oklahoma as yes on paper they seem to be one of the top two or three teams in the big 12 but they but still coming off of last season still kind of a prove it type year to see uh, moving forward what it could look like, um, especially this being their last season in the Big 12 and um, what it could lead to down the road as they enter the SEC. Uh, but diving into the breakdown for this season, Oklahoma plays at uh, Gaylor Family Mem- Oklahoma Memorial Stadium, one of the best stadiums in college football, um, one of the, the one of the best venues in college football uh the palace on the prairie is it sometimes referred to um obviously oklahoma has one of the best fan bases in college football everybody knows that they sell out every game it's 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 a beautiful um experience and one that i can't wait to see down the road Uh, 86,112 is the capacity again one of the marquee venues in the sport one of the uh largest stadiums in the world 13th largest college football stadium as well so now looking into uh, a coach on the rise within the program and and somebody that i remember fondly as a player i'm going with uh demarco murray the running backs coach i I think everybody remembers demarco murray and just how fantastic of a football player he was at oklahoma Uh, just an unbelievably gifted player uh, to say the least, he was the number one ranked uh, running back coming out of high school in 2006 out of the famed Bishop Gorman High School. Uh, just uh, still, he is he play uh, played from 2007 to 2010, 43 games, three Big 12 championships, uh, just an amazing career, obviously, and and one of the better players in Oklahoma history uh, career records for all purpose yards at Oklahoma 6,718 rushing yards 3,685 um, yeah and touchdowns he scored 65 school's all-time leader in kickoff return average and 27.6 yards uh, ranked second in rushing attempts at 759 and kick return yards 1,462 third in rushing touchdowns with 50. So, I mean, just an unbelievable career. Uh, but looking at his uh, coaching uh, resume, 
he's obviously a younger coach, hasn't been around a ton, uh, spent the 2019 season um, at the University of Arizona as their running back coach and has, of course, since then moved on to his alma mater at Oklahoma. And these running backs at Oklahoma get to learn from an all-time great and uh, get to do some uh, amazing pick his brain and, and, and learn some great things from an amazing football player. And I really think moving forward, he's going to be a fantastic coach. Looking at the 2023 schedule now, they open up against Arkansas State. Then they play SMU. An interesting game there is SMU is, a, is going to be one of the players one of the players at the top of the AAC. They go to Tulsa, an, in, an in-state uh, foe. Uh, big opportunity there. Then they open up Big 12 play. They go to Cincinnati. Then they play Iowa State. Then they, of course, play Texas in Dallas. Then they play UCF at Kansas at Oklahoma State, West Virginia, at BYU, and TCU. I think everybody has that game November 4th at Oklahoma State circled uh, as it could be the last time that the rivalry is played uh, for quite some time, unfortunately. Um, now diving into the breakdown position by position, starting offensively. Uh, Dylan Gabriel returns as one of the top signal callers in the Big 12. He threw for 3,163 yards and 25 touchdowns and was named the Big 12 Newcomer of the Year last season. So good to have a, a good leadership at that position. They also added a Gatorade National Player of the Year, Jackson Arnold, who enrolled early, um, participated in the spring, but will certainly be an understudy in year one, learning from Gabriel and, and, uh, and then as they step into the SEC taking the ropes in 2024. Uh, the running back room loses Eric Gray to the NFL, but it is far from empty. Uh, Marcus Major, Javante Barnes, Gavin Shochok, and uh, Washington transfer Emeka Megwa are just a few of the backs who will see action in 2023. They also bring in a talented uh, freshman, uh, just, a, just a really talented group, uh, just lacking a bit of experience, but under the leadership of DeMarco Murray, like I was saying earlier, I think this group will really, really do some great things. And with the the group that they have, they can hopefully stay healthy because there's so many different guys who can do some things. Maybe they lack the star power of years past, but still a really talented group. Uh, the receiving core will be led by wide receivers Jalil Farouk and uh, Drake Stoops, uh, but the additions of wide receivers Brennan Thompson from Texas and then Andrell Anthony from Michigan could really open up the offense. I know in Anthony's case at Michigan, I think the freelance or uh, the open, more openness of the playbook will be really, really good for him to really make some plays. Then they also add uh, tight ends Blake Smith from Texas A&M and then Austin Stogner coming back from after a year at South Carolina, coming back to Oklahoma both big additions to this offense. Uh, the offensive line will be a strength with solid depth. Uh, center Andrew Rame and left guard McCade Matar uh, return along with others. And then the additions of uh, Troy Everett from App State, Walter Rouse from Stanford, and Caleb Schaefer from Miami, Ohio, among others, provide a ton of depth to this unit. Really, really deep group uh, that can get the job done. Shifting to the defense now, this is where they really need to improve. Like I said, bottom 10 in so many statistical categories last year. 
the defensive line returns valuable pieces along with additions via the transfer portal. Uh, defensive ends are Mason Thompson, Ethan Downs, and Reggie Grimes, combined with uh, Rondell Bothroyd uh, from Wake Forest and Trace Ford from Oklahoma State will be improved, along with defensive tackles Isaiah Coe, Jonah Lelewell, and uh, Jordan Kelly. They combine with uh, Dijon Terry from Tennessee, Devon Sears from Texas State, and Jacob Lacey from Notre Dame to make a really solid unit. <clears throat> Those additions that they made, both on defensive end and defensive tackle, really, really will help this unit a ton. Uh, the linebacking core returns the Big 12's leading tackler and Danny Stoutsman. He had 125 last year. Then they also return Jaron Kanak. Uh, the additions of Connor Neer from D2, back-to-back uh, -back national champion Ferris State University, and freshman All-American Deshaun McCullough from Indiana are huge. Uh, Neer uh, played for my college rival, Ferris State. I am a Grand Valley State uh, alum. Uh, but McCullough could be a star uh, under Brent Venables as he was, like I said, a freshman All-American. He could really step in and fly around and do some things in this defense. Uh, the secondary should be the strength of the defense as three starters return. Uh, safeties Billy Bauman and, and Key Lawrence teamed with Texas Tech transfer Reggie Pearson could be a scary group there. Then overall, o OU loses five of its top seven cornerbacks, but there are still play playmakers across the board there, led by Woody Washington, who was a starter last season. Looking at special teams now, kicker Zach Schmidt returns and will will improve on last upon last season. He needs to. They missed some big kicks in some key uh, uh, one-possession losses. And then punter Luke Ilanzinga transfers in from Central Michigan, where he was an all-MAC performer. So final analysis, this is my opinion now looking at Oklahoma. Pressure is on in Norman. Obviously, 6-7 and seven is not good enough. And Brent Venables and company, they, they know that. They understand that. Uh, the defense will be improved. They, they've added a ton and just more experience to getting guys that fit the system a little bit better as well. Um, the, but that improvement should lead to some of those one-possession losses being flipped. Uh, as 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 well as the kicking game improving as well. Um, there are questions still, but this is, of course, one of the most talented teams in the Big 12. On paper, you look at this team and you just realize, like, this this is a very talented team that could really do some things. And, and I think nothing short of being undefeated, going to play Texas and Dallas, being 5-0, and getting ready to play Texas, uh, is, is what should be expected. Uh, that is <clears throat> obviously the norm in Norman, uh, to, to that greatness that is expected. Um, but like we all, like we, I think we all understand there, there's been some changes within the program and, but the changes, it seem to be headed in the right direction now. So hope everybody enjoyed this breakdown. Uh, one of the favorite things I get to do every year. I love doing it. Um, Please like, subscribe, or listen to the podcast. Please give the podcast Twitter account a follow at TNT College Foot One. Everybody have a good day. God bless.